Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 46. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and today I'm joined by my guest, Ugo Che. Uh, I've known Ugo now for, I would say, a couple years online. We finally got to meet in Chicago, which was really cool, at the uh, Out of Chicago Photography Conference. Ugo is a landscape and travel photographer from Italy, and uh, besides taking photos for himself, he loves helping photography enthusiasts sharpen their skills so that they can take uh, amazing photographs. He does so in various ways, through his website, uh, which contains collection of resources ranging from tips and techniques to use in the field to post-processing tutorials, stories about how to get the best shots in some of the most sought-after travel destinations. And in recent years, he has also started leading photo tours in some of these destinations, including, uh, and I might say these wrong, or at least the first one wrong, but Sink uh, Ter, did I get that right? Uh, kind of. Kind of, uh, all right. <laughs> would be Cinque Terre. <laughs> uh, so I was, yeah, I was, I was way off. Um, Tuscany and Venice in Italy, uh, the Greek islands, and more recently, Oman, which that's a, that's a really interesting one. I'd love to hear more about that. In addition to that, he is the co-host of a weekly travel photography podcast, The Traveling Image Makers that uh, on most weeks feature an interview with an established or upcoming photographer. And I think uh, we're doing one for your podcast at the end of this week, which is kind of cool. So um, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, I've been wanting to get you on here for a while, so I'm glad we were finally able to get you on here. <laughs> so. yeah, it's, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me today. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, we've been friends uh, for, as you said, for a few years. We finally got a chance to to meet in Chicago at the Out of Chicago conference, and then we said, "Yeah, we need to to do interviews uh, for our respective podcast." And uh, we finally sure. got down got down to it. I know you were just moving your your house, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the podcast was on a hiatus for for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. it's been, it's great, and uh, yeah, I mean everything you said is. Uh, is right uh, pronunciation of that of that place <laughs> side, which I know. Yeah, it's it's difficult for Americans. But it basically yeah. the, the the five lands because it refers to those five uh, fishermen's villages that are uh, on the coast of the of, of Italy, the Ligurian coast, with those uh, colored houses on steep cliffs on the sea. It's very very picturesque, very photographic places, right. and I love I love going there. And I've, as you said, started recently started bringing people there. I was there in, uh, uh, was there a month ago? Basically, I was there with two customers, showing them those places. Uh, it's always uh, great to be there, and, uh, and so on. Yeah, and Oman. I'm going to to Oman in a couple of months. This is a new destination for me, being outside of my usual range of places which are mostly around the Mediterranean Sea but I was there on vacation with my wife in January of this year so I brought home some some nice pictures I would say I did a few blog posts about those and shared them on the usual channels and then my some of my previous customers that had been uh, with me on tours in other locations they started asking me why don't you 
why don't you bring us to Oman? And I said, OK, let's, let's do it. So, so we're going to do it. <laughs> that's great. You know, that, that's, a, that's a country that uh, you rarely see talked about in the photo industry for workshops or travel. I mean, obviously, people go there. And uh, we have the United States has military station there and whatnot. So there's, there's definitely people there, of course. But it's not often talked about in the photography industry. So it's nice to see that you're starting to do workshops there, um, photo tours and whatnot. So it's going to be cool. Often, yeah, it's not often talked about. Uh, and some people might uh, sometimes don't know much about the country. And think, OK, it's, a, it's an Arab country. It's in the Middle East. It's right between uh, Yemen on one side. It has just across the sea there is Iran. So, so some people don't know right. much about the situation there and think it might be unstable or dangerous, but it's actually quite the opposite. And as you right. said, it's an ally of the US and Saudi Arabia. So it's it's very safe, very quiet uh, place, uh, place to go to, very modern in some respects, but still lots of traditions uh, there and amazing landscapes. So. It's perfectly suited for for a photo workshop for a tour then. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited to see uh, all the photographs that, that get shared from there. So um, so let's dive into what's going on with uh, WordPress photography industry. Uh, we do a little bit seg a little segment on news. So got two bits of news this episode. The first is the content blocks feature that's coming to WordPress 5.0 was delayed. And the reason for the delayed for the delay is actually because Facebook uh, has a very strict license on the React JavaScript framework that was being used to basically make this content blocks feature work. And because of this, the, 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 the team that's actually building the content blocks feature is rethinking what framework to use. And they're experimenting with multiple to see, but uh, unfortunately, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that that the 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 team who's building this actually went with something made by Facebook in the first place because Facebook doesn't really, even though they have open source, they have strong copyrights on things. So um, I'm kind of surprised they went that route in the first place, but they did, and now they're kind of reaping the the <laughs> the uh, the pains that came from using something that Facebook created. So. Um, uh, we'll see what 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 framework they wind up using, but in the meantime, WordPress 5.0 has been delayed. So we're going to see a bunch more like updates, like 4.9, 2, 3, and blah blah blah, until we see before we see WordPress 5.0. Um, this is a benefit though because it means that the plugins and themes that are worried about the compatibility with the new content block editor have more time to worry about it instead of having to rush. So that's a good thing. Um, the next bit of news is if you use the Discuss, D-I-S-Q-U-S, commenting system for WordPress, there was a data breach. Discuss is actually a SaaS platform, software as a service, and it's basically a commenting system that anything can integrate with, and there, are, there is a WordPress plugin, and the SaaS component had a data breach, and so you are encouraged to change your passwords as soon as possible um, because there is a data breach. And we will link to that in, uh, information in the show notes so you can learn more about the data breach. So, well, OK. Can I, can I maybe ask a question about Discuss? Because I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a yeah. user of it. I use it not, not on my website, but on other websites that I comment on. Uh, I authenticate using Google. 
So I imagine they don't, discuss doesn't have my password and I'm not impacted by this data breach. So the data breach uh, passwords were included in, um, they, were, they were encrypted. Um, uh, passwords were encrypted, but still stolen in this breach. Yeah. So they could be decrypted, but the any integrations you have, like logging in through Facebook, should not be an issue. Yeah, that's um, what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think they still force you to make a password, even though you, even though you connect through Facebook. So I, I mean, I would still log in and check. I can't um, remember because it was I, mean, created my account there, a long time ago, and then every yeah. time I go there, I, I log in via Google. Okay. So they might have one of my old passwords there. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> might have to change it. Yeah. So uh, no, matter, no matter how you create your Discuss account, for anybody listening, I, I would definitely recommend just, just reading the article and then logging in and seeing if you need to change anything. Um, so uh, if you use 1Password, one 1Password one is going to warn you that there was a breach and then you should change your password as well. Um, Okay, so so tell me what's new with you as far you know besides from Oman, um, you know what other what else do you have going on? Oh, uh, well, I've got a recently been to to Thailand. If you want to talk about travel, uh, my first time in Thailand there, uh, great country. It was everything that I expected and then more, especially from a photographic perspective. It has a little bit of everything because it has cities like Bangkok, which are just uh, a boon for street photographers. It was just walking around uh, Chinatown there at night with all those stalls and cars selling food and the people on the street. It was crazy. So, so much fun. It has a lot of history because it has those ancient temples uh, with Buddha statues everywhere. That's Again, great subjects for photography. It has nature, it has wildlife like elephants and so on. It has amazing beaches and, and great people there. So great food. Also food is a great subject for, for travel photography. So what's, what's not to like? Yeah. I published a series of articles on my website about Thailand. Uh, three episodes so far. I still need to find the time to, to finish it. It will be probably a couple episodes more. So that's uh, that's one thing. Um, what else? I'm uh, trying to write a book about travel photography, which is something that is uh, I work on when I don't have much to do, which means almost never. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Is this and this gonna be a, a print book or a digital book? I, I would love to do a, a print book. I have several ebooks on my side, but they're just right. small ebooks that are um, about spe specific locations, just like Venice or the Cinque Terre that we mentioned before. This is going to be more of a long form book. I'm, I will try to, to get it published via some traditional publisher uh, if I can. But first, I need to, to finish at least writing a, a draft. I don't know when nice. I will find the time. Yeah. And yeah. as you said, I have my podcast, the Traveling Image Makers. We are we just published today our 97th episode, which means that in three weeks we'll be at episode number 100, which is quite a, a milestone for, for me at least. It, it all started at uh, two years ago, thinking, okay, 
I should definitely do a podcast. That's just, <laughs> I was not prepared. I mean, I was reading today about somebody saying, uh, uh, even if you're not ready, you should just start. And so that, that's what I did. I didn't know much about podcasts. And I said, yeah, if I keep postponing um, until I'm ready, I will never do it. So just let, let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I, I'm glad that, that, that we started one at Imagely as well. Um, and it's something that I would love to have for myself, like have my own individual podcast too. Uh, but the one thing, as you, I'm sure you've learned, is Boy, is it time-consuming. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, major kudos for, to you for being able to do that while also traveling the world. So, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine having to do it and and travel at the same time, plus uh, having a family. Just, it, it, you know, on top of everything else that you got going on, you know, it's like... Yeah, there, there, there's, two, there's two things here. One, uh, it's recorded. It's not live. Yeah. Yep. So that means I can arrange, do batch recordings when I'm home, yep. when I have some time. But then I need to contact, I mean, it's interview-based, so I need to contact yeah. guests and agree on times and try to fit them into my, right. my schedule, which is not always easy. And yeah. then there's the, the editing and the publishing part. But I, I, I was in Thailand for almost three weeks, and I didn't do any anything on the podcast for those three weeks. I didn't do any recordings. I didn't do any editing, editing or everything. I had everything batched up and right. scheduled to be published every week, even when I was when I was away. Yeah, I had some, I've got four weeks of content ready to go and scheduled because I knew I was away for three weeks. Yeah. yeah, that's what I do for this podcast as well. Like the end of this month is Photo Plus Expo in New York City. Um, and this episode's coming out right around that time. And I don't have to worry about the overlap because we're we're recording it right now. You know, it's, it's a nice uh, thing. So. It, it's a lot of work, but it's uh, it's great. Yeah. It has great returns. Yeah, uh, uh, it's something that people keep coming back to old episodes, so I don't have to. You know, of course, I I publish new content, but old episodes, unless some blog blog posts, which sometimes nobody reads them anymore. Most of them, okay. uh, podcast episodes. Uh, Keep, keep being popular even after a long yeah, time. Uh, sure. It allows me, me to do a lot of great networking with great people. Just had, uh, you mentioned Mark Silber, which you had as a guest as well. You yep. had Rick Lemon and Valerie Jordan, and we had uh, uh, other great people on, on the show, and it allowed me to then to, to keep in contact with them. On, uh, uh, yeah, so it's uh, yeah. just a great thing. Overall, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, yeah. Go I, I was gonna talk, uh, move into um, something else that you did recently was a re complete redesign of your website, right? Um, yeah. So let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, what you did, like an over an overhead view of what you've done, um, and some of the reasoning behind what some of the decisions you make you made and and whatnot. So let's let's yeah. dive into that. Uh, I've had WordPress based blogs for. I can't even remember how many years. I think I sold my first domain, which was based on on a WordPress blog on in 2003. <laughs> it had been going for at least a few years. So it's almost 20 years. Um, uh, and it's always been blogs, pure blogs. I mean, just typical uh, chronologically based homepage with a list of the most recent posts and so on. 
that's that's one thing that a lot of people do, and it's fine. Uh, as photographers, what many other photographers do is having a portfolio site, galleries, right. which sometimes integrates into the blog and so on. Well, they might be on the same platform. There's a lot of people who have a WordPress or I don't know Squarespace blog or uh, Blogger, and they have their WordPress, their portfolio on Smugmag or Zenfolio or something like that, which more or less integrates with it. I was a bit, uh, I mean, we started thinking that tends to be. Uh, I wanted to to get more. I wanted to do more with my website. I wanted to turn my website into just a collection of stories, podcast um, uh, blogs, uh, into more of a collection of resources with a certain organization. Because I wanted, as you as you said at the beginning, my, my mission, so to speak, is to um, spread knowledge. I mean, I love teaching. Right? I do a lot of teaching, even not about photography, for instance. So I don't think a chronological blog is the best format to do that. I wanted to have a collection of uh, learning resources, tips, techniques, uh, tutorials, series of tutorials, and so on. So I wanted that kind of organization, uh, which where content would be easily browsable and findable, and chronological just don't doesn't cut it. So let's say my this is still an uh, in progress, work in progress. Um, uh, remove the list of uh, latest blog posts from the homepage and created a series of well-defined sections, which might be the, the learning resources and travel stories, which is another important part, and yep. podcast, and then uh, photo tours. They're all very prominently presented in the homepage. So a lot, and then still the blog. It's still there. It's still where most of the content is based on is still blog posts. Travel stories are still blog posts. Right. So. Mm, yeah, and it's still a work in progress. Still have to find uh, the best way to present everything in the homepage without making it overwhelming, not having too much stuff in the homepage, but not at the same time not having stuff that is so hidden that people will not be able to find it. There's a certain tension there. It's <laughs> something so on refining my homepage. Uh, yeah, and that's something... And that's something that you're you're probably going to wind up testing for a long time of what is working, what's not working, um, you know. And this approach is it's not something that is um, brand new. It's something that 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 exists. Um, we see it more outside of the photography industry, um, and and I think we're starting to see it more and more now in the photography industry. But uh, if you look at, for example, ProBlogger, right? They they do this. Uh, if you look at uh, um, Digital Photography School, actually, which is uh, actually the same same company as ProBlogger, they also do this. Now they're, they're they they show you the content, but they're showing you instead of it being chronological, they're showing showing it to you sort of by niche about a topic about you know. So it's a it's a great approach to especially for an education. This wouldn't work so well for necessarily for just a photographer that is do, sh trying to share their services. It you know for but for an educational resource, it's definitely an ideal approach. That's definitely, I think it's the it's the right approach. I mean, I can understand that photographers don't have the time or the uh, the necessary skills to do that. Um, yeah, 
and yeah. don't want to do that. It's, it's perfectly fine. I, I'm an IT guy as well, not just a photographer, at least by, by trade, by, from, by training. So uh, I wanted to do something different. And the other thing is I wanted to, I mean, I understood some time ago that uh, probably the most uh, uh, effective way of reaching people and keeping in touch with people is to have a newsletter, to have a mailing list. Right. So I wanted uh, subscription forms and uh, incentives and opt-in forms to be something that is prominent on the site without using annoying pop-ups and so on. So I need to sometime, somehow find a way to present content for free and then maybe use content upgrades. So, okay, this is a, a, some, a blog post about photographing the, the Carnival of Venice. But if you want to know more, here's a nice ebook. Uh, just give me your email address and I'll send a PDF, nicely formatted PDF to you. That's, uh, that, that's very important for me. And, um, so, uh... With this, with this, uh, e with the emails that you're doing now, uh, what are you doing to add value to the people who are actually subscribing? Besides giving them this, this, the uh, the PDF of the whatever the up the up, yeah. uh, you know, the upsell is for the content. What uh, for the for the blog content? What are you doing, sort of ongoing to people who give you their email address? So I've got a series of. Uh educational emails about various aspects of photography, uh, which right now includes uh, about a dozen different topics. So if you subscribe, you start getting those emails. And of course you can unsubscribe anytime. Um, I'm actually thinking of repurposing a lot of the content of the educational content that I have on the blog as a series of uh, scheduled emails. So you will soon you will start getting more of it. I've, yeah, it's a good I've, idea. It's a good idea. I mean, that's that's basically content marketing in general. Um, and and for the photographers listening, even though we're talking about things that are that are really targeted to photographers, keep in mind you can do this with any of your content targeted to your, you know, personal clients for 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 family photos, for wedding photos, whatever. Um, Content marketing is basically the idea of creating content and then repurposing it in multiple ways to promote, to market your business, right? So you're creating blog content, but you're also creating a podcast that in, in many times will wind up overlapping with, you know, blog content. And then you can then take the combination of the two or one of them or one the other one and turn it into an email series which then also provides value to those who subscribe and then of course you can share all that on social media which is also content so you can take all this and just reuse it re recycle it and repurpose it into many different formats including email autoresponders which is nurturing the leads that you get and adding immense value and 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 improving the chances that they will buy a product or buy a service. Absolutely. I mean, some of those, I mean, I've identified like 50 articles. Let, let's just use an example. I have an article yeah. about uh, uh, ways to properly use a wide angle lens, which has its own uh, things you have to be aware of, like distortion and so on. It, it has its own uses. So I have an article about that on the blog, but it's buried deep 
uh, <laughs> deep there, and it's not yeah. maybe ranking high on Google. And it's people who find my website and then subscribe because they find an ebook or because just they like what I'm talking about, they don't even know that article exists. Yeah. So, so are you? Are you, when you my autoresponder list. Sorry, yeah, and just add it to my my autoresponder list, yeah. the content of that article with a link to the original, and just send it out. I mean, it's uh, it's basically free. That so so that's actually what I was going to ask. If you were taking the the text word for word and pasting into the email, or if you were doing a summary and linking to the blog post. Uh, I in some instances, I would just maybe if it's a short article or it's only one, I would. Uh, just copy into the email. Yeah. Uh, so just provide so what, free value without even yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What what you just said is very important for for everybody listening. Is you can link to articles that you've created online in on your blog, but people will begin to think, okay, well, this person just sending me all, you know stuff that I can find already that they've already written. But if you share just text without a link. Something that you can track the opens, but you don't necessarily track the clicks because people have nothing to click. Yep. That is going to make people think, okay, so this person sent me something new and fresh, even though you really recycled it maybe from five years ago because it's evergreen. It's something that is not dated. So if you mix your autoresponders between, um, even if it's repurposed content, if you mix your autoresponders with linked content as well as just text content for somebody to read, that is going to increase your opens and clicks overall. Yeah, my, my idea at the moment, and I have to test it. I mean, because you just started of course. the process, is that I would probably just send out the, the whole article in the email without, so people don't need to click. Mm -hmm. And so the article might link to to an offer that I have, right? Right. Or in case of I have longer articles, or maybe a series of articles on the same, like in different installments, I would maybe send uh, the text of the first one and say, OK, if you want to, to read more about this topic, the next episode, I would not maybe send emails about those. I would just put links in the, in the initial email. But these are just ideas. I mean, I need to, to test in practice how the work, uh, how the opens go, how the clicks go, and so on. Right. Um, so, so what else? Uh, are you working on for your site? What are any other big changes you you plan on making besides from you know the organizational aspect and the repurposing of content? So one change that I'm uh, I just made, uh, but it's again, I still have to to work it and provide more content is uh, basically uh, completely uh, redesign my galleries. The galleries were. Uh, I wasn't actually taking care of my galleries. I only had a handful. They were not up to date and so on because I mm -hmm. didn't wasn't really seeing a lot of interactions with my galleries. So I decided, okay, I need to to show more of my work because that's important. Of People course. want to come to uh, to tours with me and they want to to know what what I'm capable of, what right. photos <laughs> I can take. Right? Because if I want to teach them, I need to be able to take great photos in those places. Yeah. So I needed to, to revamp my galleries. Uh, so I switched to the next-gen uh, plugin, uh, which is great, the next-gen Pro, that you know very well, of course. Uh, yep. <laughs> and there's one feature there that I love, um, being the, what, what you call the deep linking, right? Yep. Being able to go to the Lightbox view. So you go to the gallery, you click, 
the image open up big, and there you get a nice share button, which will create a post on Facebook, on Twitter, which links back to the same Lightbox view. And I think this is, I, I don't know if this is unique in the world. No. Of the gallery, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not uh, unique, but, uh, but yeah, that was important for us to include it. And I'm, uh, I'm going to use it more and more for sharing my work on social media because Great. I don't want my photos to be on Facebook and there. I want my photos to be shown on Facebook, but then when people click on the photo, they go back to my site and they have the whole gallery and they can browse. There's one thing that I would love, if it would, would be possible to have it as a feature in maybe the next version of the next gen plugin, is to have each photo be uh, possible to link maybe to a page or to have something more than just a simple caption or description of the photo. I have some pages where I describe how I took photo, the -hmm. story behind it, or how I processed it. Maybe there is a little post-processing tutorial. Would be nice people were able to browse the gallery and then see, okay, you want to know how this was taken, click here and go to a page where you get that. So so you can do this. um, If you want, you can add in your description, you could actually add a link. Uh, and we mm-hmm. will actually parse the link appropriately. Um, so you can okay. add text in the description with a link, and it'll, it'll work. I'll take advantage of that. Then. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's great. You know, it's it's nice to see um, uh, the changes, and I'm I'm excited to see what else you do with, with the website. Um, it's really it's fun to see the... Oh, and so we're going to link to an article where, where you go through... Um, the redesign, redesign thought process, and and what your changes you're making, and then what's really cool is to see screenshots of of historically of what the site looked like and where it, you know where it started and where it has become. Yeah. Um, so that's fun to see. So if you want to see the progression of 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 his website, uh, it's ucphoto.me. Uh, we'll link to the to the actual blog posts in the show notes, so you can check out the show notes to to find that. Um, Okay, so let's dive into your recommended WordPress plugins. Uh, I know you have two that you're recommending. So can you talk about the two plugins that you recommend? Okay, one that I definitely recommend because uh, you mentioned the podcast. Uh, Actually, I have two podcasts at the moment. One is the Traveling Image Makers, which is the long-established 97 episodes already published. We do it every week. It has a little bit of uh, polished production with intros and outros and everything. Uh, then I have this other podcast on my uh, site, my personal site, Ugochai Photography, which is more of a casual random. I publish whenever I have something in my mind that I want to talk about. <laughs> Do a recording and edit it and put it out. But for both of those, uh, I use the uh, Smart Podcast Player plugin uh, by Pat Flynn, I think, I believe, mm-hmm. yep. who made that plugin. It's just a very nice plugin, very good looking, uh, uh, very usable interface. Where you can just uh, simple shortcode, add that to your uh, to your site. Uh, it just uh, just looks great on on all platforms. So that's my. If you want to start a podcast, I would definitely recommend looking into Smart Podcast Player. Awesome. Uh, well, I'll, I'll link one, to that as well. Yep. Uh, the other one that I'm using, I mean, I'm not really uh, in the position to to actually recommend it, but uh, you know, we do we do marketing through our websites. Uh, marketing mm-hmm. sometimes means doing ads, 
uh, and remarketing or retargeting people through those uh, little Facebook plugins that track visitors and allow you to target Facebook ads to them. And I struggled for a while with uh, putting and managing the Facebook pixel on my pages and so on. I recently started using Pixel Caffeine, which is a nifty little plugin. Uh, it does everything that, that I need to do. It does probably even more that I need to do. I don't understand. <laughs> it does a lot. It does a lot. <laughs> features I will probably will when I do more tracking uh, complex stuff. But it just solved the problem of how to manage my uh, Facebook pixel in in the pages. Yeah. So that plugin, we recently did a blog post about it on Imagely. So I'll be sure to link to that um, blog post, which will also link to how you can download it. It is free. So it's a nice thing for anybody who wants to do Facebook tracking. Um, and I imagine that they're adding more than just Facebook tracking um, as the plugin progresses. But, but yeah. <clears throat> so um, the last thing I want to do is ask if you have a question for the listeners, for anybody listening. Uh, please, the question that you're about to hear, um, please go to either the YouTube video of this episode or go to the show notes, which I will give you the link at the end of this, and and, and, and just comment with your answer to Ugo's question. So, what's the question? So my question is a question that I have in my autoresponder sequence. One of the first emails I send out is what are you struggling with? What are the, the things in your photography that you find you're not progressing with? Might be something technical, like using manual mode. Might be something about uh, finding inspiration. Anything that is blocking you that you're struggling. Um, I'll see if I can I can help. Uh, I do it because I like helping people. I do it because I like having something to maybe write about. So people have. Great. Answer that email with some something that I I haven't I hadn't thought of. I, I, this is also a suggestion that I have to, to to people who want to 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 have a blog or a website where they want to really help people. Sometimes, so what what should I write about? Yeah, yeah. Ask, ask a question to your to your yeah. audience, and and they will give you ideas for content to create. Exactly. So that's uh, that's my yep. question. Please give me ideas. <laughs> about what content to create, and I will try to help you. Even if it's something that I've already written about, maybe I'll just link you to, to one of my previous uh, posts or pages. Exactly. Awesome. Well, thank you, Ugo, for joining us today. Uh, you can find the show notes from today's episode and where to find Ugo at imagely.com slash podcast slash 46. So until next time. Right. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Totally. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.